Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Open Book. I'm your host, Robbie Williams, and today we are going to be talking about toxic relationships, how to recognize, recover, and rebuild. We're definitely going to um, assess each situation and I will explain to you my experience in each one, as well as telling you some facts about it. Um, Let's get started, shall we? So, let me start off by saying I've been through many toxic relationships before. Whether they be friendships or relationships, actual interests. Um, Many, many times I've been that person to be the people pleaser. Um, I tend to go with whatever the other person is choosing to go with and that's the way I think well that was the way I thought um I thought if I was loyal to them and I you know addressed every situation the way that person would then maybe you know they would show me the same in return however I've come to realize that there are many people that have left my life that now I realize it maybe was a good idea that they're gone, you know? Um, I've grown a lot since um, the past few years and I understood, understand a lot of what it means to be an adult and to have your own opinion on things and to speak your mind. Before, I always needed that acceptance from people in regards to situations, um, whether it be good or bad, I needed acceptance. If I didn't have it, I tended to lose my way. Um, It wasn't until... I was completely deserted by people that I thought would be in my life for a long time that I found myself alone and it sent me into a whirlwind of emotions. Um, I went through depression. I went through um, anxiety. I went through losing myself. Just a whole bunch of emotions. And it... I lost myself. I lost who I was. I was that person who was... um, Really dependent on other people. And... So when I was left alone... I lost myself. And I... You know, went through these feelings. Of course... Being by myself and you know, the past few years and having a support system to actually, like, support me in, you know, doing what I felt was necessary and right for my life made a huge difference in how I thought and the way I think now. And my whole thought process on everything is just completely different. Um, I'm more of myself than I have ever been in my life. I 
I used to be that person, you know, when I tried to express myself or do things the way I wanted to do them or even showed an interest in something that was different, that I liked. I was always shut down and told that it was stupid. It was... It wasn't the way I was supposed to be thinking or... I was, you know, a horrible person or something to where it, like, messed with my self-confidence. And, um, it just put me through a whole whirlwind of stuff. And I just, I lost myself. So, now, now, I mean, I still deal with, you know, every now and then, you know, my depression. I still deal with every now and then my anxiety I still deal with a lot of things that I went through that I still deal with now but I know how to and that's the difference is I know how to deal with it now um I'm much more of a pleasant person now I am very very honest as you can say um but I'm not rude and I'm not angry anymore. I'm very positive. I I tend to to be very positive now and it's it's even a shocker for me because in certain situations when I'm put in those situations I think completely different from when I used to think that way about those things. It's how can I put it? It's It was draining. I had such a bad aura around me and like a dark cloud and I was just so angry at the world and I just was very, I was nasty. I was a nasty person. Um, But I've grown from that and I've grown to be positive about things, be optimistic, um, be who I am, be myself and love every piece of me. Whether people understand it or not. Because in all honesty, I don't care. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't. It, it It's made me such a happier person to be that way. I mean, am I angry? Do I get angry about things still? Eh, to a certain point. But I've learned to be able to deal with it. And give me a couple minutes, and hey, I'm back to where I used, where I was at. Um, so I deal with it a lot differently. Um, so that's just you know a bit of my experience with you know dealing with toxic people and you know getting into you know the relationships and friendships and. You know, recognizing it, recovering, and rebuilding. Like, that's really what matters is how you bounce back from it. I mean, just the fact of being able to bounce back from it and and recognizing what it put you through. And the fact that you're important and 
you're worthy of being here and you are meant to be here and no matter what anybody thinks about you or feels they are not living your life so who cares <laughs> who really gives a shit like I really don't um but it you know I'm I'm happy I'm more happier now in my life than I've ever been before ever before um some fun facts about today's topic um first is you know recognition um how to recognize the toxic relationships um fact is Toxic relationships can be emotionally, mentally, or even physically harmful. Signs of a toxic relationship include constant criticism, lack of respect, and feeling drained or unhappy after interacting with the person. Yes, that is exactly how I used to feel. (laughs) Exactly. And I, I know I'm not the only one. I know there's plenty of people out there who have felt that same way before when dealing with somebody that you know they trust in their life and they felt like that person was everything and you know they've come to realize that you know hey I'm going through that too you know you don't ever let anybody talk to you bad you don't ever let anybody talk down to you you're just as important as the next person and if somebody is willing to talk to you in that way then the problem isn't you the problem is them second fact recovering recovering from a toxic relationship involves setting boundaries seeking support from friends or professionals and practicing self-care It's important to recognize that healing takes time and it's okay to seek help. Once again, it's it's something I'm still going through. The effects of of dealing with toxic people. I felt like I had to stutter for a minute. Oh, crap. (laughs) Um, It... it, This is hitting a nerve because it's, it's been a long time since I've talk to anybody about dealing with you know some people that have been in my life that haven't been good for me so it's you know I but I'm happy because I'm able to finally be able to talk about it and get it out and express how I felt at that time um but you know the recovery part of it is usually what takes the longest And it usually is what is the hardest part about it, is the recovery. Um, A lot of the times you need to talk to someone. You need to realize that there are people out there to talk to who will listen. You know, whether it be a therapist or somebody, some kind of professional or even a friend that that is willing to listen or an outside source like somebody you know you're getting to know like being able to talk to them about everything and opening up about it and and being there and stating your truth and being able to have somebody just listen 
like that is that is just you know the best feeling in the world but at the same time you're still dealing with it and you're always going to be dealing with it it's like recovering from a drug or an or uh or alcoholism it's you know the addiction of being in that toxic relationship and dealing with them people you're still recovering because you're going to always be recovering from that you're going to always come across people that give you that feeling or take you back to that moment but like i said it's how you bounce back from it um fact number three rebuilding after leaving a toxic relationship is essential to rebuild your sense of self-worth. That's a big one. And confidence. That's another big one. This can be done through therapy, self-reflection, and engaging in activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. Now, there are plenty of things that you can do to gain who you are and start rebuilding yourself um i did turn to alcohol when i was in that place of um you know of uh being alone and um i did tend to you know find a lot of um a lot of therapy in the bottle and I now now after being sober for like quite a few years I realized that you know it it was a mistake I shouldn't have done that but I learned from it and I learned that I didn't need it I don't need it and being influenced by that brought a lot of emotions that were just just too much like I was that person who would drink to like I had to drink for everything in order for me to be um to be a good person like I I had to drink to have fun I had to drink to you know, do everything, but that's in regards to alcoholism, and that's a completely different episode, and we will talk about that in the future, and I will bring it up, but back to, you know, um, rebuilding, knowing your self-worth, before I didn't know my self-worth, and now I do, now I know I'm more than, you know, anybody ever gave me credit for, now I know I was always underestimated. Now I know I was always the underdog, according to everybody else. Um, that that shot my confidence down too. Being that way, I was never really the person to do that, and I would never argue with them. So, you know, I would always just accept it and take it but now I know I'm worth so much more and I'm worth every bit of it 
and my confidence is so high. I mean, I constantly am physically working out all the time. That's like my routine. I I do it probably maybe five to six times a week. I work out. And I do it because I used to be the chunky um, big boy for these people. And I was always the, the, the thick one, the big one. And that's how they recognized me. So I recognized myself as that. And whenever it came to working out and getting physically fit and, you know, building that physique that I've always envied, um, I tended to, you know, lose my confidence in it. And I always thought, you know, either I didn't, I wasn't worth it. I would never get like that or I better not change myself or my I would lose that person you know or relationship or friendship or whatever it was um that's the way I thought but then now I realize that I am worth every bit I give myself I'm worth a lot more than that I don't envy that physique anymore because I'm working towards it and my mentality on working out is completely different than what it used to be and now I work out for the clarity. The clarity I get when I work out. That's what motivates me to go to the gym and to work out is the clarity I get and the way I'm able to think. My whole thinking process is completely different. It, My head is clear. I'm focused. And every thought is like intensified. And I'm, I'm like, I'm brainstorming so much. And I get so many ideas. And I, I'm able to talk myself through them. And it, it's, it's so gratifying just to be able to do that and so like my whole thought process on it is is completely different I mean I could care less if I'm next to a bunch of guys that are working out constantly and are built like freaking statues or I'm working out you know next to a bunch of girls flirting with a bunch of guys like I don't even care I don't pay attention to nobody when I work out I go, I work out, I think about everything I'm, you know, I go there to think about, and I leave, and I leave in a better mood, and I'm so much more happier when I leave. (laughs) Even my own husband tells me, gets mad at me, and tells me to, well, I don't get mad, but he does tell me, he's like, why don't you go to the gym or something? You need to go to the gym. He'll, like, encourage me to go. When I'm feeling stressed out, when I when I got you know when I'm trying to deal with my anxiety, when I have stuff running through my head and I don't know what to do, he'll support me to go to the damn gym because he's like, whenever you leave there, the main thing he he always tells me is, whenever you leave there and you come back home, you're in such a better mood, and it's true. It's it's just like 
It's like they said in Legally Blonde, you know, your, <laughs> your endorphins, um, uh, what did she say? She says something like, you know, um, working out gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. <laughs> Which is true. They don't. <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why he loves me going to the gym. But, um, also too, um, getting back to our facts. Um, next fact is fact number four, the effects. Toxic relationships can have long lasting effects on mental health, including anxiety, depression, and low self-esteem. It's crucial to prioritize your well-being and seek help if needed. Like I said, I just ran through a whole spill of that. I'm not about to go through it again. But y'all know how I feel about that. Because that's exactly the effects that I was feeling myself. And the last fact that I have is prevention. Learning to recognize red flags early on can help prevent entering into toxic relationships. Trust your instincts and prioritize your own emotional health and safety. Like I said, know your worth. Know who you are. Don't let anybody change that. And the the sooner you are okay with that, and the sooner you are with okay of who you are, like, screw the way you were raised, screw the way you were brought up, Screw all the stuff that you went through, who you are now, and if you're comfortable with that, that will help guide you into knowing who these toxic people are and not allow them to come into your life and bring that kind of toxic toxic behavior with them. Um, I think everybody's worth worth so much more than what they give themselves credit for it's it's something that I wish people more people would see about themselves about how worthy they are and how how much they have to offer this world like if you just take the time to realize that every difference you have everything that's considered different about you is what you should embrace and the different things that make you unique and make you authentic are the things that should be celebrated and should be talked about and should be progressed i know when i see or talk to interesting people i don't care how they look anymore <laughs> i don't care about their age i don't care about any of that what really, really makes me want to bring somebody into my presence and bring somebody around me is, first off, they have to have a good vibe. I have to be able to vibe with them. Um, they got to talk. If they don't talk, how are you supposed to get to know the person? And... They have to talk about something interesting. 
Like, if they're talking about something that isn't interesting, like gossip, I, I can't stand gossip. I really can't anymore. <laughs> I can't stand it. it. It's, it's, I feel like it's a way of people who are not happy with themselves, it's a way for them to be able to make themselves feel better and to feel good about themselves by gossiping. I don't like gossip. I don't like it at all. Um, interesting things like if you're reading a book tell me about the book explain to me the plot go into the detail tell me about the twist Uh, that is far more interesting than just you know gossiping about people and what they look like and everything like I'd rather talk to somebody about a book and about everything about the book then I would talk about, rather talk about somebody than, uh, you know, the way they, their appearance or what, whatever. Um, and speaking of two, both of those, don't judge a book by its cover. Trust me. It's just, it's in bad taste. <laughs> really, really in bad taste. <sighs> so, yeah, that's my spiel. That's the way I feel about, you know, toxic relationships. And thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. Like I said, I'm going to be doing these episodes a lot more. Um, I used to have them posted on Wednesdays. I've decided to actually move it to Fridays and the weekends and post it then. And giving you some time to actually like listen to it and besides that I felt it very challenging to be able to record on Wednesdays or Tuesday nights and being able to post it on Wednesdays it was becoming too challenging and it was becoming too much and it felt started feeling like a job I don't want this 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 to feel like a job This is the one thing that I'm able to do that can release my, who I am and I can share it with the world and I can share it with all of you, all of the listeners. Like, I don't want that taken away from me. And it's like I've, I've heard before you, when you enjoy doing something, it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like a like just something you love doing and the more you love doing it the more you try to learn more about it and that's what my plan is my focus my plan is to give you my authentic self share with you who I am and learn more about this platform and all the platforms that I can to get who I am out there so you understand where I'm coming from, what I've been through, and who I am. And on that note, thank you for listening. If you want to send me an email, want to talk or chat, or you want me to share this your email on or your story on 
on the podcast, I would be more than happy to. I love listening to people's stories. I think where people come from and what they've been through is amazing. And being able to share it is amazing. And so I'd be more than happy to share it. You can um, email me at open.book.mmap at gmail.com or leave a comment you know, with your email, I'll get to you, um, like, subscribe, if you know somebody who is going through some of the stuff that we're talking about here, that you're listening to, that, you know, you can think right away who that person is, have them listen to it, share it, on that note, it's been swell, and I enjoyed talking to you. Till next time, I'm out. Bye.